Hey, everybody, it's that time again, right? Believe Sports Business, Sports Media. Also heard, of course, on pod clips around the world, all the apps. Uh, I am Fred. You can email us uh, whenever or wherever you are listening at sportsfred at AOL.com. Sportsfred at AOL.com. Joined by the former kicker for the Rams and the USC Trojans, Art Source. Art, welcome to the show. Hey, Galaxy Sports is always proud to help you out, friend. Art works, uh, runs Galaxy Sports in the state of Pennsylvania, but he's lived much of his life here in Southern California, and he's got that uh, uh, NCAA ring, of course, uh, from USC, and uh, of course he you was mean getting the national championship ring. Yeah, he was getting. Oh my big. God! Do you know that after we won it in '78, Fred, we had to wait till 2003, a quarter of a century, to get another one. My gosh, unbelievable. You and know what else is... Un- another quarter of a century to get a ring now. You know what else is unbelievable? Folks, we're taping this at uh, almost 4 o'clock on Thursday, the 19th of August, in the year 2021. And um, day before yesterday, L.A. County made a major decision. L.A. County indicated, mandated masks for any outdoor event with over uh, 10,000 fans or 10,000 people in the stands. So I've been watching the Dodger games the last few nights, seeing how many uh, masks were being worn because they, they don't have to until Friday night. A few did. Most didn't. All right, I got to tell you, the, the, the Dodgers have a way around this, of course. It's very simple. They can move they, to Ventura. No, well, they can move to Ventura or they could just cut it back to 9,999 and lose 40,000 fans. Now, I don't think they're going to do that, being the Dodgers, but I'm just saying that there is a way out. What about, hang hang on, hang on, hang on, hang hang on one second, hang on one second. And all the people that bought tickets in advance, some of them may not like a mask. So please explain the situation and why should we be playing in the first place? Wow, you went right after me on that one. I was going to say, well, you know, they had a full-on brawl in the stands between the game between the Chargers and the Rams, and it took, uh, you know, the powers that be almost three minutes to get there. And, of course, the fight was over by then. But, you know, the bottom line is, Fred, this is more scary right now than it was when we were talking about it back in March of 2019. Yep. Okay? It is. This variant has has done some incredible damage. I mean, you know, they kind of play it off. But if you look at all the teams that have been affected, whether it's football, look at the COVID list in baseball, the players, I mean, from Garrett Cole down the line, I mean, it's it's almost like they're, they're trying to say, look the other way, everybody. Everything's fine. Everything's not fine, Fred. You know that. Last year, uh, we didn't play the baseball season until uh, August and September. Now we're 80% over of the baseball season. Uh, should we finish the baseball season? Now we will, of course, because there's too much money involved and that word greed comes into play. But I'm just saying if you're Rob Manfred... Well, well, you you know, how, about this, how about this, Fred? Look at the pennant races. Everything that's going to happen 30 days from now is going to happen 10 days from now. There's nothing really up for grabs. The Braves have won 9 out of 10. They've taken control with their new outfield of the National League East. I mean, you look down the line, the White Sox are up by 10 in the you know National, I mean, the American League Central. Uh, there's, I don't think anybody's that close. Maybe the Yankees in Boston and Toronto. Well, throw an extra team in the playoffs and start the thing tomorrow. 
you know, uh, in professional sport, and of course, this is we're talking Dodgers, but obviously we're also talking, uh, as uh, Art indicated, uh, the Chargers and the Rams at SoFi. That's L.A. County, too, for the folks listening outside of L.A. County. So they would uh, uh, be forced to wear masks. Uh, so they're certainly going to have more than 10,000 fans if they play. Is there any chance the season not being played at the NFL or college football or something like that? Any uh, chance at all? Not when we talk about that magic word that starts with a G and ends with a D. Yep. Hey, That's... on those same terms, though, Fred, what do you think about the Pac-10 or Pac-12, the Big 12, and the ACC getting together to gang up on the poor little old SEC? Yeah, they're <laughs> talking about uh, playing against each other and uh, sort of trying to uh, get even with the uh, a, uh, the SEC for stealing Texas. Uh, Try to even up that, that capital outlay. Texas and Oklahoma, a couple of big schools with lots of dough, no question, but... Uh, I, at this point, I don't care. That's the problem. I don't really care. The Pac-12 indicates that if a school comes down with COVID and they can't play, then they forfeit. Now, here's my question. Will they admit it? Will, will, with it, with Arizona State or UCLA or SC or any other school, now that they know they have to forfeit, last year they just it was like a no contest. Would they ever admit that enough of their players had it that we shouldn't play, or would they be playing with COVID? Yeah, that's what you know I think. You answered your own question. Slim and none, and uh, Slim left town. That's scary, so, no? No, but that's America. That's America at the date you mentioned earlier. I mean, with what's going on in Afghanistan, the the dearth of leadership in all parties, I mean, it's it's almost as if everybody's falling asleep at the switch. Anybody who's in any power position to make a really good decision, they, they, they'd be better off flipping a coin with the decisions that are being made right now. Let, let me tell you the craziest thing. Uh, I have a friend for a long time. He's in the radio business. He's flipped, uh, flipped out. He totally has. I think the COVID thing has done it, and he believes in this and that. And a couple of days ago, he starts going on their following. The Pentagon was never hit by a plane on uh, 9-11 in 2001. I'm going to repeat Bush, that. Was Bush, was Bush involved in this? Uh, I, I don't know. All I know is he doesn't believe it happened, is what I'm trying to tell you. These are the people that say no vaccinations. Oh, and the punchline, he's got a family, I think three kids, and he had COVID. But he's 50 years of age. He's in perfect condition. He works out every day. So he was able to overcome it. Where a guy 124 like you or a guy uh, uh, half your age like me uh, might not be over to come it. And I just think it's selfish for these people to push no vaccinations. I'm not saying vaccinations work in the sports world or in the real world 90% of the time, 80% of the time, 70 I'm not a scientist. I don't hey, know. All you're doing is improving your odds by seven. That's all. Better chance. You know, and that. To me, I'm not a huge, huge gambler, but you know I like to lay a shekel here and there. If I have a seven times better chance of surviving something that could happen, I'm going to take that gamble. Okay, but what if you read 99.7% of the people don't die of COVID? How do you respond to that? Um, having gone through like seven days of utter despair and never being able to warm up enough they obviously have not uh, had the great opportunity of trying to ward off COVID nineteen because I have. I didn't and know you've had. I thought you... my antibodies would be. I thought my antibodies would be strong enough 
you know, and then I found out about this variant, and I ran my little ass right down to Rite Aid and, and got my shot. And, you know, at this point in time, you got to do what's right for the people around you if you love people around you. You got to do what you got to do for yourself. And you got you to gotta realize that this is something that is not, you know, on the earth. This was man-made, and man always has a funny way. I have a theory, Fred. Every 20,000 years, how come we could talk about dinosaurs, but we don't know what happened 20,000 years ago? Yeah. No, I agree with you. Yeah, I mean... think, you think we get to the point technologically where we outthink ourselves and we kind of like, you know, screw everything up? I think this is like the 70th time we've been down this road. Folks, you're listening uh, to Believe Sports Business Sports Media, also heard, of course, on Pod Clips. Uh, we'd love uh, your emails at uh, sportsfred at AOL.com, sportsfred at AOL.com. Off that subject, um, LeBron James scoffs at uh, picking up uh, zero votes as the best player in the National Basketball Association. LeBron's taking this seriously. Are you art source? Uh, if it was five years ago, he would have got all the votes. But, I mean, you know, LeBron, LeBron fails to realize that Father Time and Mother Nature, they really don't care what your agenda is. Okay? And he's still a good basketball player. I'd put him in the top 25. Right. And on certain nights, top 10. But, I mean, come on, Fred. He's, he's got so many miles on him. He's lucky that the used car market is as good as it is because he's got a lot of miles on him. Meanwhile, uh, apparently the Lakers worked out former UCLA Bruin who played a little bit with uh, Russell Westbrook, Darren Collison, whose uh, last couple years has been retired because he's religious. He's gone into uh, uh, his religious framework, but he might be wanting to come out, and he worked out for the Lakers. You think he can help the How Lakers? How much cash gets you out of, uh, out of religious... Uh... <laughs> I think I, I think I think he can help because he's a smart player, very smart player, and he always thinks pass first. And they got a lot of guys on this team who think only shoot first. So uh, uh, I think you know they need they need somebody that's going to look at the big picture. And the more veterans you have like that, who are team players. I mean, I look at Norm Nixon in my old Showtime Laker days. You know, I think of the great players that all had their little role in it. You know, they all kind of gave up a lot of notoriety to be a part of a championship team. And that's what it takes to be a champion. Everybody's got to find their role and maybe make that role as great as they can make that role. And you know what? I hope Collison can help the Lakers because the Lakers are going to need about six or seven guys to go with the two people, the three people they have, Westbrook, Davis, and LeBron, because those guys are not exactly spring chickens. <laughs> Collinson, uh, of course, again, is over 30, but I, I do think he can help the Lakers. You know, this is off the subject, but uh, really not. I, I collected cards as a kid. Uh, you didn't really collect cards, I don't think. But the point is, for most of these I got years... The bubble gum. Okay, you ate the bubblegum. But most of these years, um, Topps was the number one uh, baseball card uh, uh, company. And uh, believe it or not, Major League Baseball has now left Topps. I think in 2023 or 2022, they're going to Fanatics. So Topps Baseball will no longer be in existence. I mean, I so think how that, much would my Jack Morris card be worth, Fred? Uh, well, I, I burned all mine uh, earlier this week. Um, no, <laughs> I want my Trevor Bauer rookie card. 
No, no, on a, on, a, on a serious note, I mean, as far as apparently baseball, the players' union, going to get 10 times as much money from Fanatics as they were getting from Topps. So I don't know what Topps was thinking, but uh, they've lost uh, baseball cards. So that's they'll still a football. And, but again, Fanatics will try to steal football and basketball and the red hockey too. So who knows? Folks, so let uh, me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Sure. you got to sell a lot of cards and a lot of bubble gum, right? Yeah. You don't you don't think that when you produce these cards that if you're if you're tops over the last thirty five years you wouldn't put a couple of those pristine cards away you know like <laughs> five or six they should have more great cards in their inventory where the, where ten million dollars means nothing to them. Uh, I know I agree, but but uh, apparently the fanatics outbid them, and uh, fanatics has the rights. I think after twenty two. So are they going to make like football cards? What are they going to do? PGA Tour cards? Uh, well, they've done that too. I, I'm just saying, but they could lose that when they're the rights to football over. I'm not sure what year that might be, but fanatics will certainly make a pitch going in in, in that direction also. All right, elsewhere in uh, sports, the Raiders. This is back to the COVID thing again. The Raiders, now I'm not a big Raider fan. I never really got along too well with Al Davis. Uh, he didn't get along with me too well either. Um, uh, you have to have Fight a uh, you have to have a Vax card to see the Raiders play at Allegiance in uh, in Las Vegas, Nevada, which I think is a positive. It's better than nothing. I, again, we shouldn't be playing at all, but at least they're going in the positive direction. And here's the other thing: if you want to go to the game and you don't have it, they're going to give you a COVID-19 shot right there. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, that's that's, be- that's, that's better. A wonderful idea. If you're really gonna play the game and, and roll the dice, at least take every possible precaution that you can. And we've talked about that. I said the same thing before you get in the stadium in, in March. I said you got to be shot, like they did in the Vegas casinos. If your temperature is normal, you know you're fine. Go ahead, but wear your mask because you're gonna be that close to somebody. Within four feet, six feet, eight feet, whatever. Wear your mask. I don't know if you're a big fan of the former USC coach now at Mississippi, but uh, in between, of course, uh, he's been around uh, a few times. Uh, however, uh, his team is totally 100% vaccinated. I think that's fantastic. In a state like Mississippi, to force his kids yeah, to... Yeah, 45% vaccination rate in Mississippi. Well, i got to tell you one thing about Lane Kiffin. Yeah. All right. Don't ever sell Lane Kiffin short. Around kids, this guy has a way of of being one of the guys. All right? And it, it killed him at USC because it was a little bit too much too early. Same with the Raiders. But he's learned a lot of things. He's got a lot more moxie, much like Sarkeesian getting the Texas job. Here you got two guys that got run out of town on a rail, and they have the best two jobs right now, basically, in college football. Because he, he, everybody knows he can't beat LSU and Alabama, but he's got a free reign at it. And he's in Mississippi, and he's got a great little quarterback from Long Beach Poly, Corral, and they're going to wing the ball all over the field. They're going to make it exciting. I think, I think Lane Kiffin's up and coming. I think he's in great position. All right, finally here on Believe Sports Business, uh, sports media on uh, Pod Clips. Uh, quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys, and I've been watching Hard Knocks, the first two episodes. There's two more to go. I think I read that uh, we don't think, they don't think that Dak Prescott will play at all in the preseason. Now you got a 17-game regular season. Your comments about no 
basic warm I think itself, I or? think this shoulder I think this shoulder injury is a lot more serious than they're letting on. And I mean the reason I say that is because I watched him throwing the ball around in Oxnard. Right. And he was like it was like these little, you know, even when he like was going through all the motions, that he, he just floated the ball, Fred. Yeah. And, and 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 I'm wondering if because he had the foot injury, that it could have changed the way he throws the ball. And you know, as pitchers, they have to get that that arm in the slot. I'm wondering if he didn't hurt his arm because his footwork was off because of the injury out of his footwork. Because I've seen that happen before. And uh, so we'll be interested to see if he. If he tees it up against Tampa Bay that Thursday night, the first NFL game of the year. Art Source, final comment uh, tonight right here on Believe Sports Business Sports Media. Well, I got to tell you, uh, baseball is really boring right now. <sighs> Preseason football snoozes me to no end. The PGA playoffs, uh, it's a real rough time right now in sports. Don't you enjoy watching Otani? On a, on a serious note. I love you, Fred. <laughs> no, no, no. On a, on a serious note, if the season ended today, if his season ended today, and if the Angels lost their last 35 games, he's still the MVP. He's doing do- as good as Guerrero is in Toronto, and he might hit 50 or 60 home runs, and he's very talented. Can you imagine if you surrounded Shohei Otani with a couple of hitters like Mike Trout? Yeah. Uh, well, so, I mean, I mean the don't guy would hit, he would hit 60 home runs. Don't you think he's a lock? I mean, he's got to be a lock for MVP. Fred, while we're talking about this, where's Mike Trout? Uh, then I think now he may not come back at all because they keep pushing it, oh, pushing, pushing. Oh, he's on the push. Jacob Degrom program. One of those, oh, yeah. yeah. And, and it might be the Clayton Kershaw program. Who knows? I mean, anything is. He can't come back until September eighth, anyways. But it's a uh, very conceivable. Art, stay well back in Pennsylvania. We'll be talking to you soon. Uh, Love you, Fred. Uh, Everybody at uh, Sports Byline, thank you very much. Scott, for putting this together. Mario, for sometimes putting this together. Email me, Fred, at sportsfred at AOL.com, sportsfred at AOL.com. And we'll see you around the corner in a little less than 168 hours right here on Believe Sports Business, Sports Media. Bye, everybody.